Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Thursday, uh, October 27, and we're again joined by uh, Seamus and Annie. Um, and I'd just say it's been great um, listening to you guys, and I love the the energy between you guys and just the, what you've been bringing. And um, I'm I'm sure our, our guests have been, I mean, our, our listeners have been appreciating <laughs> that as well. So speaking of appreciation, we always like to spend a little bit of time on Thursdays um, sharing what we're thankful for. So what what are you guys thankful for? <laughs> Annie, I know you want to answer this one first. <laughs> I can start. Um, this one is going to be a little bit of a cliche, like thankful, but um, currently, well, Seamus and I both have a nine month old nephew. Oh, and oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just allows me to re see life with such a joy, yeah. which has been so fun. Like today, my sister and he visited me um, while I was at school, and we got him some food because he's been starting to eat some regular food. And he's been doing this thing because he really likes his own voice currently. Okay. So he'll hold up his food and just shout at it because he's physically <laughs> so excited to have it and i and it reminds me of like like jesus having like you like the wonder of a child and like yeah. he sees the world as so exciting and every place we go is a new like fantastic place to be and it like fills me with so much joy yeah. and i'm so thankful that i've been able to witness that from him That's cool. yeah is this your first nephew or yes or, okay yes so All first right. little baby of the family fun yeah fun <laughs> so other than forgetting your nephew. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, just, just it's a tough one. Um thankful for nothing. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm I don't know. I <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah. Well we we just kinda joked. I, I just thought of something. <laughs> um this is less heartfelt. But I okay. thought it should be mentioned. Um to everyone who didn't know or doesn't know. I used to drive a Suburban. Oh, um, yeah. Which Natasha. the Suburban was so great on the wallet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, especially with the gas prices we have now. Yeah. You, got, you got a whole, what, 10 miles per gallon? If I was lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was tough. I was, like, <laughs> creeping. Yeah. Um, but now I drive a Honda Civic, which Yay. I got from my sister. Yay. So that came into my life last Monday. Yeah. And I've already saved a lot of money. So um, I'm I'm very thankful for that one. Um, yeah. You know, a little less ooey-gooey than our nephew who loves life. But um, <laughs> I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. You know, okay. no, it gives, it's a big it gives one. my life a lot more ease. Mm-hmm. Good. So I have a question for you. Yes. What is your license plate? Uh, well, on which car? Because I still have them both. Oh, okay. On... Uh, well, Ugh. yeah. Um, on the Civic, I have no idea. Uh, okay. On the Suburban, it is Tarzan. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that was a loaded question because there's some unique Snope trivia mm-hmm. here. So share with us. Yeah. What the, so um, well, it started with my grandpa, technically, um, who had Disney, like, you know, full just Disney. Yeah. Um, as his license plate for like. 40 years. It was a really long time, um, and yeah. Then they, and then they moved to uh, Florida, 
and now my dad inherited the plate, and then my sister decided to get a cool Disney um, plate, which she had gotten Magic Kingdom. Um, And then I don't know who came next, but I was allotted a license plate. You know, yeah, it kind of turned into like a yeah. whole family Disney um, vanity okay. plate thing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, it's kind of got to be Disney, but I don't want to do like a kingdom. You right. Know? I'm not that Epcot. boring. <laughs> yeah. So, Epcot actually, um, my dad's cousin okay. has Epcot. That's as true. His. Yeah. yeah and that's so, the boring um, of the four. I yeah. <laughs> so I, I just so happened to be yep. a white male with very long brown <laughs> hair. Um, yeah. And so I was like, oh. Let's see if Tarzan's available. So it technically is Tafarzan, but um, I, yeah, so I, I yeah. get to sport Tarzan license plate. Yeah, I believe so. I have Animal Kingdom as mine. Okay. My mom has Pascal, and I believe our other sister is getting- Isabel has Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you're so, a fan of Disney World, that's one of their- um, the re- resorts. Resort resorts. Yeah, yeah. so right. the whole family's got yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so if you're ever at church and you see a Disney plate, you know it's one of the Snopes. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my wife Jackie told me that one time. It's like, no, that, that can't be. And sure enough, <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. The rumors are true. The rumors are true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, from that um, kind of lighthearted, fun conversation, we're going to transition into our passage today. And um, as I alluded to, um, I think on Monday, kind of we're reading this whole meta narrative of um, Genesis to Revelation, and everything. Sorry, I just hit the, the <laughs> mic boom, and so that reverberated. Um, uh, and everything, kind of, you know, the whole narrative of the, of the Bible has led up to what we're going to read today and tomorrow. Um, The Old Testament um, were the stories and prophets about um, God preparing for Jesus to come. Um, And the Gospels um, were about um, Jesus' life, um, allowed him to live as a man um, and kind of step in for our sins, take our place. Um, But chapter 15 and 16 of Mark are really God's promise fulfilled, uh, carried out. And so uh, we're going to read um, a, a good chunk of this passage, uh, this chapter t- uh, today, and then we're just going to kind of share a few thoughts afterwards because we really want this passage to, s- to speak for itself um, because of the power that is in it. So Annie's going to read for us, um, starting at verse 9. Yeah. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews, asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked them. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder. Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed over to be crucified. The soldiers mocked Jesus. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is, praetorium (laughs) and called together the whole company of soldiers they put a purple robe on him then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him and they began to call out to him hail king of the jews again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him falling on their knees they paid homage to him and then they and when they had mocked him they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him then they led him out to crucify him the crucifixion of jesus A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. 
they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which meant the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice on the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you are you who are going to destroy the temple and build it up in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. The Death of Jesus At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. See if Elijah comes to take him down, they, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and the younger and of Joseph, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. All right. Thank you for that. So kind of what kind of grabs you from that? Um, why, why is this an important passage to you, to us as Christians? To be honest, it kind of makes you feel sick. Okay. I, yeah. I haven't um, really like read through um the crucifixion in a while and like it's not the most common place of you know places where we're like oh yeah want to talk about jesus yeah. let's talk about this one yeah um and just hearing it just from it's the word it lot. just it yeah kind of gut-wrenching mm-hmm. i don't it and not, mark's not even as like detailed <clears throat> as some of the other right. gospels yeah. are yeah yeah and so it's just I don't know, it's really hard to listen to when you just yeah. envision everything. And not to yeah. mention envisioning how perfect of a, you know, man yeah. Jesus was and to envision all of the people just, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like another thing, like, when Pilate is asking them, he says, like, what crimes did he commit? Like, yeah. there is no logical reason for this. Like you said, like, he is literally a perfect man, and they are so hellbent against him. And that's where part of me has to, like, I have to believe that, like, Satan was at hand in oh, all yeah. of with all of these people. Like, how can you, like, my heart hurts, and that's just reading it, like you said. Like, how can you look at this guy and be like, yeah, you deserve this, and be so angry at him that yeah. they didn't even question it? Yeah. yeah. Well, even, you know, a week earlier, we um, the triumphal effort where he's coming in on the donkey and they're mm-hmm. saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And now within a week, they're at the point where, um, yeah, crucify him. We, we don't want him. We'd rather have this other person, this criminal Bar- Barabbas go free, crucify him. And it really gives us a picture of what that mob mentality can look yeah. like, you know. And 
you know, we I think we can look back and say, oh, well, if I was there, I, there's no way I would get caught up in that. Kind of like Peter saying, I'm not going to deny him. But we do. How, how often do we – now, we probably don't yell crucify him, you know, <laughs> in, in the streets. But just our actions can um, – yeah. One of the things that just, again, hit me, um, verse 30 um, says um, – they, they tease – they were – Make of him, and they passed him, uh, hurled, hurled insults at him, shaking their heads. So, you are going to destroy the temple in three days. Um, come down from the cross and save yourself. Um, he saved others, but he can't save himself. I used to think, I mean, I still do. Like, if all Jesus had to do was kind of float off the cross, yeah. say, "Look, I can," and then go back on, and all the questions bit, but that's not what happened. But I think. Um, it wasn't the nails that were holding him up there. It wasn't the people who decided to crucify him. Yeah. He held himself mm-hmm. up there. Um, he knew that in order for God's promise to be fulfilled, he had to die. He had to be sacrificed, mm-hmm. even though he didn't deserve it. And at the same time, God knew that he had to turn his back on his son. You know, there's the passage where he says, you know, why have you forsaken me? You know, Jesus has been abandoned by God. Yeah. And God intentionally abandoned him. And it wasn't really anything we did to, to keep him there. God had said, this is what's going to have to happen to restore my people to me. And Jesus said, I'm the one that's going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And they both went through. And so that's just, um, yeah, it's just how powerful that is. They did it for us. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes, it is very gut-wrenching to kind of read through that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a movie that came out uh, before your time. Well, you, maybe you were uh, wee little babies, but um, it's called the, the Passion of the Christ. It's on my watch list. I don't know if I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's. I've heard it's, many yeah. things about it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, very graphic um, mm-hmm. in terms of. And so you talk about this being gut wrenching. Um, it's just the words, but it's you know to see it depicted and yeah. it's just um, it's crazy to think that he did that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just, you know, I, what, I don't know, it was probably mid-2000s when it came out. But, um, yeah, just to see that image there yeah. Yeah. Makes, it, makes it very real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm also grateful for our justice system. Yeah. Because, you know, because you, have to you can't have just have evidence. You can't just be yeah. like, kill him! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's super yeah. fair. <sighs> Good. Yeah. Well, I think... Um, well, any, I'm sorry. Anything else that you guys wanted to say from this passage? People suck. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I just it's especially the fact that um, you know taken from also the chosen, but yeah. the fact that they were just kind of he was just kind of out out in the middle of everything. It wasn't yeah. that they were like off away hidden while mm-hmm. he was being crucified. He was just out in the open, yeah. very yeah. visible and very, like, you just walk up to him and talk to him, you know? Um, and I feel like I forget that a lot of time, that not only is it for us now, we have to, you know, hold that still, that he did that for us, but mm-hmm. the fact that it was for everybody to see, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just, ugh. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I know, like, a lot of the crosses that we depict in modern times yeah. are, like, really tall, but they talk about, like, them spitting on him. So he right. was, like pretty level with how people were like he might have been a little elevated on that but yeah. they were pretty like face to face which means he took that all like directly yeah. yeah yeah um 
Yeah, it's just it's a lot to take in yeah. and a lot to process. And just again, it, we kind of um, you, you got to tune in tomorrow. Um, <laughs> if you if you're going to stop listening, w- wait till tomorrow, then stop listening to the podcast. But <laughs> um, but that because this seems to end on a very dark, sad, uh, defeated attitude because Satan won. Mm-hmm. At least he did right now. Um, so tomorrow we'll kind of see how the story um, kind of finishes up. But um, just as you're going throughout your day, uh, remember that Jesus went through that, what we just read, uh, for you uh, because um, he loves you and God loved you enough to uh, abandon his son and let his son die. So um, think about that and we will talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.